0: The last four months have had a ton of information and a ton of stuff happen. And the big question is like, what has what's the most important thing? Well, today I'm going to give you a recap over the last four and a half months. And that includes BlackRock ETF, base, the L2 on Ethereum from Coinbase, the XRP ruling, and we have the first set of legislation passed in the U.S. Now, if you have been following me for a while, you would know that I have uh, only done about one episode in the last few months, and that has mostly to do with the fact that I have had a ton of stuff going on in my life, And but now I'm back, and I'm sorry if you feel like I left you, but let's dive right in. All right. Okay so I'm going to share my screen and we're going to just check something out. I mean the biggest news is definitely the BlackRock ETF. So who is BlackRock? Well BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world and they have and they have um almost 10 trillion dollars in assets. Under management. So these are this, uh, the CEO, the founder and CEO's name is Larry Fink, and he has been going around doing promotional um, interviews on mainstream media. And that's probably the best news that we could get is BlackRock is known for being able to pick up the phone and call basically any leader of any major corporation or country, and they will answer the phone. They have clients all over the world, and you know, when they and they're also considered the poster child for above board and following regulation. So this is a really big deal and now let's hear somebody else who's also a big deal. You will see right here, let me do something real quick. What I'm going to show you is an interview. Some of you may have seen it and it's going to be with David Rubenstein and he's the uh, one of the founders, if not the founder of Carlyle Group. Carlyle Group is a notorious uh, private equity co- company and they buy businesses and flip them and... Uh, they're very, also very known amongst heads of state. Okay, so basically, what I'm trying to trying to explain to everybody is that these people, for these people to be on our side, on the crypto side, in a positive way, this is a really big deal, and it's bigger than. Anything you've ever seen in all of crypto history for these people to get on board, bigger than Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey, these are the traditional finance people. And if they're on board, then that's a huge positive sign. Okay, check this video out. Well, what's happened is people, as you
1: suggest, uh, make fun of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. But now the establishment, Larry Fink at at BlackRock, is now saying they're going to have an ETF, if approved by the government, in Bitcoin. So you're saying, wait a second, if the mighty BlackRock is willing to have an ETF in Bitcoin, maybe Bitcoin's going to be around for a while. Lisa wants to jump in here, but I'm going to cut to the news moment. Is Carlisle announcing this morning a Bitcoin advocacy? No, I don't think so. But uh, there's no doubt that Bitcoin is something that I wish I had bought it at hundred dollars a Bitcoin when, when Mike Novogratz started buying it. It's now at twenty-nine thousand dollars, so he's made a lot of money. And uh, a lot of people who bought it at the hundred dollars or less are feeling pretty good. Now it went up as high as sixty-one thousand, I think. Even down to thirty-one thousand or even twenty-nine thousand now is still a pretty good profit if you bought it a hundred.
2: We all wish we would have bought it at 100 uh, and to ride it up. It's one thing for BlackRock to come up with an ETF because they believe the proposition of Bitcoin. It's another because they see a profitability uh, proposition where they can, you know, basically take advantage of the interests other people have. I mean, isn't that more of what this is? That basically Wall Street is saying, if there is a market for it, and we can viably make one for them and make some money, why not?
0: Well, remember, Wall Street is... Okay, just so real quick, what she's saying is that just, there's a lot of people that if you, if you have any conversations with anybody about crypto or Bitcoin, and um, you talk about how TradFi is getting into crypto, they want to always say, oh, they're just in it to like make money off of you because they make money off of management fees and transactions like they don't actually believe in crypto or the value proposition or the thesis of Bitcoin being a store of value or um, a a uh, what's to call it, the a currency that transcends all currencies, something that is considered the people's money now. So that's what she's saying. She's saying, hey, look, do they really actually care about Bitcoin? Are they just like, hey, there's people out there, so we'll make some money off of it. So listen to what he says. It is in business to make money, and this is something they can probably make money off. Go back for a second.
1: Wall Street is in business to make money, and this is something they can probably make money of. You have to remember, the United States uh, government has been somewhat skeptical of it. I think Democrats in the Congress, and uh, particularly the people regulating the SEC, are skeptical of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. But outside the United States, there's a lot of interest in it. I think FTX really hurt when it went bankrupt, and it hurt the the uh, crypto industry. But a lot of people around the world want to be able to trade in a currency that their government can't know what they have, and they want to be able to move it around, rightly or wrongly. And so, I don't think. Bitcoin is going away. I think the Republicans on Capitol Hill have been pretty supportive of it.
2: There's a difference between uh, having a seamless cross currency payment, basically saying that instead of going to Western Union, I can go and just uh, transfer something in Bitcoin if it has a stable enough price. That's one proposition. But the proposition of Bitcoin as a store of value that could kind of be bid up the way that gold or silver could, seems to have been parked with the advent of yield suddenly that you can get for actual money. I mean, isn't that sort of the feeling that you're getting?
1: Well, there's no doubt that when when, uh, in, when interest rates are as high as they are, you don't need to have gold or other kinds of things to get you some solid uh, return. Because when you get 5% on treasuries, but eventually 5% will be coming down at some point. I don't think Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies that are the, the better ones, the better known ones, Bitcoin and so, a number of others, are going to go away. There's enormous interest around the world in being able to have something you can transfer without the government knowing about it and keep it private. And, uh, you know, you can say people shouldn't do that, but that's not going to stop people from doing it. Mr. Novogratz, on Mr. Gensler, what did he say about the efforts of our chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission? Well, Gary Gensler, who's the chairman of the SEC, is not a big fan of, of cryptocurrencies, I think that's fair to say. But he lost a major case recently in court where he was trying to argue that uh, uh, one of the cryptocurrencies, Ripple, was um, was a security, and he lost that case. So I think the SEC has not been able to convince at least the mm-hmm. government yet, or at least the courts, that uh, cryptocurrency is a it's a dangerous thing. And I remember uh, a lot of people in the government now are thinking that Gary Gensler won't be the chairman of the SEC forever. I right, going to go. I mean these guys just wait him out, right? I think that's a strategy that's very
0: popular in Washington, waiting out regulators you don't like. Okay. So, what are we what is he, what is he saying here? Okay, so just remember, yes, I have not been around for four and a half months. For you all but i have been consuming the information and i will say that the literally the most important thing that has happened hey guys welcome to forward we're a new type of doctor's office that's providing preventative primary advertisements okay so literally the best thing the biggest thing that's happened in crypto was blackrock filed for an etf welcome to etf edge your go-to place for the sorry the blackrock filed for an etf um, uh, Larry Fink, their founder and CEO, went around like a promoter boy, sounding like on, on Squawk Box and um, and Fox Business and others, other mainstream media's talking, sounding like I do or any of the other crypto YouTubers do uh, out there to talk about Bitcoin. He literally was using the same language that we talk. So that is literally the best news that we could have asked for. And then you had uh, and and then you have and then you have somebody like. David Rubenstein coming out and also supporting it. And he has a running show called the David Rubenstein show on Bloomberg. So this is a very public figure and a very influential person in trad fi saying he thinks it's here to stay and it's not going anywhere. And hey, and in worst case scenario, we'll wait out the regulators, but Hey, it doesn't matter what these people at the sec are currently doing. I mean, it does matter in my opinion, because I'm trying to get this thing going. I don't know about you Anyway, so now we have something else that's happened. I would say maybe not quite as um, there's there's a there's a lawsuit, and if you all have been following me or crypto industry at all, there's the XRP lawsuit, and so it's called Ripple Labs versus the SEC, and the Ripple Labs versus the SEC. They came out. This is an article. All you do is type in Ripple Labs versus SEC. And and you can literally pick, like I did, the first one that comes up. I mean, this is how uh, big of a news story this is. But, you know, here you go. This is an article in Reuters that says Ripple Labs notches landmark win in SEC case over XRP cryptocurrency. And so this has been going on for two and a half, three years. And the SEC wants to say that everything in crypto is an SEC, everything except for Bitcoin. They say there are others, but they won't tell us what, what they are. They won't tell us how they determine that Bitcoin is a security. They won't give any guidance to the industry. So they just keep taking us to court well ripple labs decided to fight it because they had the pocket deep pockets to do it there's a lot of other companies that didn't want to fight so they just settle which is not good for the industry but some people just can't afford to take on the sec remember the sec when they sue they have lawyers that are on salary so they're not you're not you're not they're not worried about how much it's going to cost them like a private company will so anyway xrp uh is the token that is run by Ripple Labs, and they beat the SEC. And all the XRP that you and I have bought are not considered securities as of right now. Now, of course, they have appealed that that decision, and we will stay up to date. And by the way, I will be here for now on every Monday moving forward. Okay, so the next piece of news is Coinbase. Coinbase brings out this thing called, they call it Base. It's a layer two, layer two uh, blockchain. And it's connected to Ethereum and it does not have a coin. So you're like, oh, well, why do I care? Well, I'm not here to try to get you to invest in crypto. I'm here to inform you about what is going on in the crypto world. Well, in the crypto world, we need massive we need mass adoption the only way to get mass adoption is to develop utility so coinbase has created their own blockchain they decided not to have a coin this way they don't have to deal with the SEC but they can still charge fees I will be doing a deep do- deeper dive into this and I'll be bringing you a video on base because I want to know more and I'm like curious like how do they make money what are what are the fees paid in if there's no coin and uh, what are the what is the security what's the likelihood of manipulation considering this is a private blockchain but just to let you know uh let's kind of i have a couple of things here and it says that let's see um since bridging over to the new optimum based optimism based offering was made available total value bridge to the roll-up now exceeds 124 million so basically the optimism is a layer is an l2 on ethereum and that's what they're they're using so what does that mean i don't really know the specifics i like i said i will dive into it i will let you know but i think it's really interesting because this article and all the links will be in the description below i think it's really interesting because they're basically saying that more and more more and more private companies will probably look at coinbase building this base blockchain and uh, allowing people to build on it and use it. And they've already made $700,000 in revenue from fees on the blockchain. So they're making money and people are, are building. It says there were a couple of base DEXs that popped up very quickly. A DEX is a decentralized exchange so people can then trade coins on it. So this is a really exciting thing because this shows institutional ability to bring on bring people on into cryptocurrency that were not on it so that is a very exciting thing in my opinion all right so now the last and maybe some more some very exciting news like this was this one caught me off off by surprise this is more recent and um we finally had crypto bill pass congressional committee in victory for industry And that's an article from Reuters, and it's by Hannah Long. And this was the end of July, so a few weeks ago. I'm just going to read a couple things from here. It says, a key congressional committee on Wednesday, which was July 26th that week, um, on Wednesday advanced a bipartisan bill that aims to develop regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies, a milestone for Capitol Hill in its efforts to codify federal oversight for the digital asset industry this is huge so huge like all these other co- countries have started adopting crypto regulation and giving investors and entrepreneurs the rules of the road so that they are built they are more inclined to build there than they are in the US where they're afraid that they might get sued by the SEC This says the bill passed by the House Financial Services Committee would define when a cryptocurrency is a security or commodity. Wow. Or the SEC could just tell us, but hey, that's what it takes. We need Congress to, to act. And it expands the Community Futures Trading Commission, or CFTC's, oversight of the crypto industry while clarifying the SEC's jurisdiction as many crypto advocates complain of the agency's perceived overreach. A handful of Democrats, including Representatives Jimmy Hims and Richie Torres, joined committee Republicans in voting for the bill. The House Agriculture Committee is scheduled for the same bill the next day. So that already happened. And it says, as other jurisdictions like the UK, the EU, Singapore, and Australia have moved forward, with clear regulatory frameworks for digital assets, the United States is as risk of falling behind. And so then I have this other, other, um, you know, because I was like, oh, wait a minute. What happened in the House Agriculture Committee? So this says that this is a Coindes- Desk article called Crypto Bill Advances out of House Agriculture Committee by Nicholas D., and it says the vote means both the House Financial Services and Agriculture Committee have endorsed the legislation which aims to create federal rules for crypto. Here you go. It says the House Agriculture Committee advanced the Financial Innovation Technology for the 21st Century Act a day after the House Financial Services Committee did a few hours after being getting debate. And voting on the amendment to the bill, which would create a federal regulatory framework for crypto in the U.S., the House Agriculture Committee referred the bill to the House of Full House Representatives by voice vote. So, just to give you a little update, you know, I've been saying from day one since I've been doing the show that literally the only risk, in my opinion, to the adoption of this technology is the government and what we need what we've seen is governments around the world have changed their tune and have started to realize that this space isn't just a place for you know, malicious actors or you know other whatever cr- criminals and um tax evaders it's that's not really what this is there's a technology here that is going to change the way we use the internet and interact with each other so now we finally have in the U.S which has the largest world's largest capital markets we finally have something that's going to the floor now the process for getting a bill passed is it goes to committee it went to a second committee they get marked up and then they go go to get debated on the full house and then if the house passes it passes it it goes to the senate and then if the senate passes it which is going to be very challenging because it's democratically held and the democrats like seem to be more hostile towards crypto than anything any uh, anything else uh, anyone else so we'll see about that but if it passes then and it goes to the president for signing so we'll keep our fingers crossed and i will stay on top of this plan on tuning you back in every monday for your news and updates and uh, some deep dives like i said i'm going to dive into the coinbase base i'll probably do that next week unless there's some sort of breaking news otherwise uh have a good day and hot on.